0: Right, Jay, I think we are rolling. Hi, mate. This has been a long time coming, hasn't it? It's been ages, but we're back, and it is a episode all about the Arts Awards Night.
1: Yeah, something that's kind of really, really important, really, really kind of... Um focus within the centre this I think this year's one was the 11th yeah that's right the 11th Uh, awards night and we've been celebrating all the kind of achievements of our students throughout
0: the year from the very very youngest right up to our adults cohort as well Mm -hmm. I mean it's the one thing in the year that never changes there's always an awards night it's always there to celebrate the the accomplishments that everyone makes throughout the year but particularly to celebrate those people who have stood out for their particular excellence.
1: Definitely. As a as a kind of previous award winner mm, and things mm-hmm. like that. What does the Arts Award night mean to you?
0: So going right back to when I won, I was I won two awards as a student. The first one was the uh, what is now called the Alan Lewis Awards and was back in the day called the Special Recognition or Special Achievement Award, And that was for my work in technical theatre. Then I believe the year after was the year that I won student of the year. I always think, particularly for student of the year, I always say the awards night for me feels more like an inauguration ceremony. Yeah. It's because when you're, for instance, in that student of the year position, I think there's a misconception that it's kind of like you win the award and that's, you're done. You've sorted it. Your year of graft and hard work is finished, and now whatever comes next is just whatever comes next. In my head, it's almost the other way around. It's like your year that it's taken you to get the award has been your campaign on the campaign trail, and then your year of being the award winner is like your year as president yeah. so to speak
1: certainly i think it's it's one of those ones where i think a lot of uh, people don't realize that a lot of eyes are always on mm, the, mm-hmm. the 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 big awards the student of the year the you know, the alan lewis award things like that people are wanting to know okay what have they done to win this award and, and hopefully they keep doing it through the next year which then encourages all people right from the youngest right to the oldest look i want to win this award
0: because The awards are pretty much across the board as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, last year was the introduction of a new set of awards for the Arts Adults as well, and you were the first person to be crowned the Adult Student of the Year. (laughs) I mean, how does it feel to carry that mantle? Because as much as, you know, the next Students of the Year in the Adult Academy will come and go, Natalie Charles goes down in history as the first arts students, senior students of the year, you'll go down in arts history as the first <laughs> adult student of the year. How does that feel? To
1: be fair, I was really shocked. I didn't put myself forward for it at all. I thought for me personally, there were people there, honestly, that I thought were more deserving. So I was very, very shocked, but really, really humbled at the same time, because it kind of shows all the hard work that I've put in. Mm. It's kind of been recognised, which, which I think is amazing, kind of hopefully as... I've shown that throughout the second year Mm -hmm. to all the other adults to say, look, if you want to try and win this award or if you want to be nominated for this, you have to kind of follow these sort of, um, this good behaviour, this great behaviour, these these arts values to to win this award.
0: Absolutely. So today we've got a sort of crazy day at the centre. Oh, yeah. We're in the studio, but it'll be a bit noisier than usual because we've actually got all the award winners coming in and coming out to get their... Headshots taken. Lots of divas. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and you know, everyone else after Mike. Yeah, definitely. Biggest diva of all. 100%. So we've got them coming in to get their headshots to become a part of the Hall of Fame. and they'll Arts history. Arts history. And they'll proudly live in the uh, both Hall of Fames in Holland and in Scam. So whilst they're here, we're going to get the chance to speak to some of them, interview a couple of them, and find out how it feels for them to be this year's Award-winning cohort. Definitely. Plus, we've got Mark coming in at the end to tell us a little bit of his philosophy behind the Arts Award tonight.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm re- really looking forward to. We're really looking forward to just kind of grabbing people in off the cuff and kind of asking them some of those kind of in-depth questions on what what it feels like to be award winner. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to today. Okay, well then, Jay, let's get going. Let's get cracking,
0: mate. So. We've got some award ones in, Joe, haven't we? Yes, we do. We are joined by the wonderful Ben Chain and Caitlin Porter-Bimpson, our two co-students of the year for 2022. Hi, guys.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: <laughs> They're so awkward. It's They're great. so awkward. <laughs> They've just had their picture taken. How did it feel? It Horrible. was really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it, look, it looks really awkward from where it we no, were standing. It's not
2: even awkward between the two people. It's just awkward to take a picture in
0: general. So, guys... The first two students to ever co-win Student of the Year, how does that feel?
2: Yeah, we were saying to each other across the table, like,
1: you're going to win it, you're going to win it, you're going to win it. Okay, so Kate, I'll start with you then. So why why do you think Ben deserved to win this award then?
2: Um, I think he got involved with everything as much as he could with the best attitude. And in my opinion, he's the best peer mentor that we've ever
1: had. Not to give him too much of a big head, but I think that's, <laughs> quite,
0: that's quite fair. He's we got one of that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you then, Ben? Why do you think Caitlin scooped up the award with you?
3: Well, it's Caitlin last year sort of stepped up into more of a teaching role to me, personally. Like, I went from seeing her as a really good friend to seeing her as someone to look up to with vocals, specifically. And she's really helped me a lot with that. And then she's also helped a lot of other people at the
1: centre. Although you've both gone through like so much this year, if you had to pick one standout moment of the year for you, which you're like, oh, this was probably the best part of the year for me, arts-wise, what would it be?
2: Probably when they performed High School Musical in a week. Mm -hmm. Just the sense of pride from being there for them the whole week and then seeing them actually do it was amazing.
1: Brilliant. And Ben, what about
3: yourself? Um, New Year's solo. Because I've done a lot of tech work before, but I've never put in that many hours into just one show because we done, I think it was like three days of like six hours in lights. It was like behind the desk, it was up on the scaff, and it was just a lot of like hard work and seeing it all like pay off was just really good.
0: So my question to you both is, how is maybe being student of the year already starting to shape how you approach this year coming up?
3: Being student of the years now, like, we are the new standards, almost as if that if that was the top of last year, then this year we want to go further. So there's three ways that could go. We could either stay how we did last year and maintain sort of how good we were and stuff, which is completely fine. Or we can push further and get more out of this year than we did last year, which would not only push ourselves, but it will push everyone else around us who want to go for the same thing to sort of take a step up this year. Or we could just take a step back and flop, which is just a no-no. Don't want to do that.
2: Looking at like the names on the trophy of people who have won it before um, and seeing how amazing they've been in the past years is a lot of pressure. But I think I'm going to step up a lot more with, for example, Frozen, because I've joined Senior Apollon, because I wanted to be the person who people can look at and be like, oh, my God, she's doing a lot and she's doing it really well.
1: Nice. I think that's awesome. Can I just ask you one final question before you? For people who are thinking, look, I want to be the student of the year next year, Okay, What piece of advice would you give them? It sounds very
3: thingy, but it's do their best. Mm -hmm. Like, stop trying to compare yourself to other people, like, around you. Like, well, they're doing all this, so I've got to do all this. If you put as much as you can in this year, then next year you can put in even more sort of thing. It's not just a, oh, you can get... It's straight away it's something you have to work towards
2: it's a lot about attitude as well um so not just getting involved in everything but your work ethic and your attitude is just as important so putting 100 percent effort into every single thing that you do
0: will really help amazing awesome well thanks very much guys students of the year students of the year Okay, Jay, next on our list of people to meet and talk to, we've got our Musical Student of the Year and we've got our Be Your Best You award winner, Lexi Kale and Abby Meadows. So, girls, okay, first of all, girls, I want you to describe, uh, you know what, Abby, we'll start with you. Tell us about. The atmosphere, the vibe of the awards night.
4: You see a different side of people. Like, we all see each other during the year, sometimes at our worst, at our best. And the awards night, we all come together all dressed up and we just reflect on the year that we've all had. So it's great. I love it.
0: And Lexi, for you, this is, this is like, your second awards night, third awards and night? My second one. Your second one. Yeah. So what have these last two awards nights been like?
5: It's very different from sessions because everyone's just so, well, everyone's always nice, but everyone's so, like, happy to be there and everyone's so, like, kind to each other and always, like, you know, what is it? I don't even know, just being nice to each other when they get an award and just mm-hmm. congratulating them and I just, it's just nice to see a different side of people that, you know, that sometimes you don't see.
0: And for you, Lex, how did it feel to be crowned the winner of Musical Students of the Year this year? Were you expecting the awards? What did it feel like when your name first got like shouted out? I was
5: like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> I was not expecting it. I was, I was honestly kind of dread standing up because Izzy was blocking my way out of the table. I had to crawl around, <laughs> <laughs> and then I almost dropped the award when she gave it to me. So it wasn't, it was, it was, I wasn't expecting it, no, but it was, it was very nice. I was very, I was very grateful.
0: Did you find that when I mean, cast your mind back to lockdown, um, and because obviously you were really heavily involved in sing it when we ran that. Way back when. Way back oh, when. Way back when. Did you find that singing was something that was really useful for you when everyone was, like, trapped at home then, in that case?
5: I think it was useful for me. I don't think it was useful for my mum, because it was a bit loud, <laughs> and she had to set up all mm-hmm. the all the costumes and things.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, but I singing was really fun, because I, I was just so excited. Like, you'd sit on the edge of your seat, and it was, like, the only thing that you'd kind of, you know, be excited about in lockdown, because there wasn't anything there. So... Mm-hmm. You know when you'd get called out and it'd be like, oh, who like who won it this week? Who are they getting called out? And what's the what's the song for next next week or next bit? And it's like that was the only thing that was kind of exciting. And so, it was it was it was it was fun. It was like a little like a little light mm-hmm. in the in the kind of dark depths of lockdown.
1: Love that. And and if if you could sing one song this year, like you could pick one song to sing, what would it be? Whether it be musical theatre, whether it be for, for a solo. What's the one song you think oh, I'd love to have a crack at that?
5: Right, so I've been thinking. I've always always do planned out. I've not got anything for folk because folk's kind of a hard one to pick, you know, because mm-hmm. they all sound the same to me. <laughs> I've always been playing mm-hmm. playing songs and I, I don't understand any of them. But I'm just thinking something. I've done musical theatre, and I've done like once well, I've always done a big one, but I want to do like a. Power ballad, do you know what I mean? Like a maybe like a Whitney Houston or like Mm -hmm. a Celine Dion or something like that. Just something, just something big, because do you know what I mean? I just I like doing stuff big because it always it shocks people.
0: I'm looking forward to that then. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. So then, over to you, Miss Meadows. (laughs) (laughs) The be your best you Award, Yeah. What do you feel like it is awarded for?
4: Being your best you, like. Like not only the performances you do in the year, but like how you are off stage as well, like how much you help, how much you behave, behave in sessions, like your attitude towards everything. So it's not on stage, it's on stage and off stage.
0: I 100% agree. I mean we used to call it the student. student Student of the Year. yeah, and Mark always used to and still does kind of describe this award as the sort of head boy or head girl or head person of the student body. What do you think were the things that got you that award?
4: Well, obviously a peer mentor, I'd done Wind in the Willows and then I was um, in most shows last year. But in like, from like January to August, I used to do every peer mentoring session. And then we had like a peer mentor training and because I I had so much on and I couldn't balance everything, I lost most of my sessions. I had one. Two? Well, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I lost most of them anyway. Um, and it made me realise, like, oh, maybe I am doing too much, but I enjoy doing too much because mm-hmm. otherwise I was doing none. So then after Wind in the Willows, um, like, getting closer to, like, after examining that, when we found out the new shows, um, I ended up coming back to scam sessions, and I love them, so.
0: So then, ladies, our final question for you both is if you could set yourselves a goal for 2023 in the Arts Centre, an art Centre-related goal, what is that goal going to be?
4: Solos. solos. I want to do solos. I hate you, them. You
0: are quite notorious for them. I
1: hate them. So, uh, the question is then, are you doing folk solo?
4: At this moment, no, <laughs>
1: because
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. But,
0: but you are going to do a solo of some sort I'm going
4: to do at least three out of the four.
0: Nice amazing. Lexi, what about you, a goal for twenty twenty three?
5: Well, I suppose everything I do, I think I, I can do my stuff on stage. But I think off stage is where I think I'm maybe black. I'm I'm quite a negative person, um, backstage. Maybe not to other people but mostly <laughs> to myself. Mm-hmm. And so I think especially with like, you know, with Frozen and with Battle of Boat and there's still things I don't know I want to just make sure I get everything done, like mm-hmm. learning lines, learning songs. It's just I want to be make, make sure I'm not procrastinating and I just spread it out evenly across the year. That's just my goal. It's just, like, if, I'm, if I have everything in my head, then it's going to be much more positive backstage because I'm not running around, you know, stress about, like, what I'm doing.
1: And and, and I think you're not the only person to be in that situation. That The more organised you can be, just setting yourself that 10, 15 minutes, half an hour a day, just to look through scripts and get yourself organised. It helps massively. It's helped me massively last year especially. But, yeah, definitely. I think that's definitely something for everybody to try and work on.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Thanks so much, girls. So, Joe, we've got another award winner in. Yes, we do. An adult one this time. The man, the myth and the legend. (laughs) Paul Fairclough. Paul, welcome to the podcast. Good afternoon, guys. <laughs> so, Paul, um, one of the big four, really. Um, yeah. The one of the big four, Student of the year awards. First of all, were you expecting it?
6: No, I mean the, the, this one thing about coming to the uh, to the sessions every week is that is just the pure talent and and the mix of people there. So uh, you, you just get lost in it, and I, and I think just to be recognized f- f- from those guys and just to stand out was just an amazing surprise uh, and I just wish I'd have took a picture of the wife's face on the night <laughs> because apparently it was uh, it was a picture
1: <laughs> The same with Liv's face I think as well thanks she was shocked as well
6: <laughs> yeah and the one thing as it was going up for, for the award she actually said to me she said I'm so proud of you oh you know I'm coming from you know uh from here at that age just that was incredible
1: yeah mm-hmm. And I think I think it was thoroughly deserved as well. I think uh, I think across the board, the, the comments that were mentioned as well when uh, when they read out the nominees and things like that, there were. They were, they
0: were great. And so, Paul, for any of the parents or the adults at home wondering why, on a Friday night, when you could be <laughs> here, there or anywhere, you're choosing to be down in Birch Green, um, just tell us a bit of the backstory of how you how you got yourself into into the adult sessions, really.
6: Right, yeah, and what, and what a great story this is. <laughs> we were uh, at, at an award, one of the award ceremonies, a few years ago, obviously with, with the, my wife and the daughter, and my daughter was obviously... Uh, is quite involved, so we were up there supporting here. And it was—I think it was—the first time they'd announced they were going to do something for adults, because obviously a lot of the students, when they hit eighteen, seem to uh, be lost. And uh, I thought it was a, a great idea to do something for them. And while we were sat there, my wife came around to me and said you should do that and I'm going no I, I can't sing I can't dance she said no you don't have to do any of that she said you just have to help them move furniture around the on the stage <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I can move furniture on the stage <laughs> that, that that that's I can me lift things I can lift <laughs> as long as too heavy I can lift things uh so that's what I actually thought I was getting into mm-hmm. <laughs> it become very uh, evident that uh, from the that. first session <laughs> that, that's quite not the case um but but saying but saying that um so the first few, the first few was just obviously meeting meeting all the all the uh, the other students and just getting to know them and some of the talent there was was quite scary to be quite honest so i think and i'm normally quite outgoing quite quite vocal and uh, i think for the first few sessions i didn't say a great deal mm-hmm. um because i was in awe of them all um, so it's probably took me three years <laughs> 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 to sort to, to of come at Michelle a little bit, and uh, and it is about gaining a bit of confidence around them mm-hmm. because they are talented in what they do, and I, I you know I'm not naive to think that that uh, you know I've missed my vocation or anything, but it was more from the social elements and in, mm-hmm. in the interaction, and uh, but despite that, there's no airs and graces they all make you welcome um, mm-hmm. we have a great laugh mm-hmm. and uh, yeah listen I, I look forward to it every friday mm-hmm. so I, at the beginning apprehensive yes but now yeah, it's just a delight to sort of be to, to be there and, and to mix with those people well thanks
0: so much for popping in paul mm-hmm. and enjoy the rest of your weekend
6: yes i will thanks guys and
0: thanks, thanks, for thanks for having me cheers We've got more. We've got more people with us in the studio. Who have we got, Jay? So we've got Daisy and we've got Lottie. So, girls, first of all, thanks for coming in and getting interviewed. We're going to start with you, Daisy, because this was your first award tonight. It had to be your first award tonight because that is kind of the only way that someone can win the best newcomer award is by being a newcomer. Also, what a way to win it with such a massive role because
1: you were Matilda in matilda mm-hmm. so first of all tell me about that sort of process how how was it for you doing matilda
4: um it was like fun
5: because like as well as having like one of my close friends being matilda with me it was like we could work together in school and stuff um and i enjoyed having like something to do. So, like, when I got home from school and started just being bored, I know that I could practice my lines or I could, like, be singing and stuff. And then, like, on a Tuesday night, it was, like, a really good environment being around people that I know wanted to help, help me, like, learn. And, like, it was just really fun.
0: Cool. Awesome. And so, Lottie, now over to you. Now, you weren't at our awards night this year. You were, um, you had other plans and busy social calendar. So... How did you find out that you had won?
4: Well, um, we were in the living
5: room and my sister came down and I think it was Corey who sent Maddie a picture and Maddie went, guess what? And and me and my mum went, what? And then my mum started crying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So your family because of Maddie, your older sister, has been connected to the Arts Centre for, for years and years. When was your... Did you start as an infant? Yeah, you did. Yeah. So Peter Pan about, well, I want to say, four or five years ago to now. What, in your head, does winning Best Junior Performance mean?
5: It's, like, a big achievement where you've got... Because, say, if you've done so many shows and you've got that far to get Junior Student of the Year, it's, like... Oh my god, I've I've got this and it's a big achievement and you should be very proud of yourself. So
1: so, so if someone was thinking about, look, at, I want to I want to be like Lottie next year, what advice would you give them to 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 help them maybe achieve that?
5: Um just try your best, have fun, and learn your lines.
0: Simple. Perfect. Jamie, <laughs> learn your lines. You could take I that advice. I, I learned my lines. Uh, I, I thought you did. Well, and girls, last question for you both would be. What is the thing this year that you are most excited for, out of all of the stuff at the centre?
5: Um, for me, probably doing our like big, not our big show, um, Frozen, because like the audition process and like everything about it is just going to be like really fun. Hopefully, so.
0: Spot on. What about you, Lottie?
5: Mine's probably the same. I'm I'm really excited to do the big one now. So perfect.
0: Well. We're really looking forward to seeing both of those shows go to stage. And, girls, thanks for joining us and talking to us today. Thanks, girls. Well done. Thank See you. See
1: Joe, we've got some more award winners, mate.
0: Yes, we do. We are joined by our Dance Student of the Year. I thought that was me. No. What do you mean, no? no. I'm a great dancer. No, 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 OK, no, so who actually won it no, then? Holly Hunter. Of course Me. she did. performance <laughs> well uh, of the year, Best Individual Performance of the Year Award winners. The they're an awful, not It really <laughs> is. So, you both, in three words, starting with you, Holly. Oh, God. Three words <laughs> or less, how would you describe the Arts Awards night?
7: Loud, um, entertaining, and successful.
8: Fabulous. What about you, Kyle? I'd say... Hot, because... It's
1: very warm enough. <laughs> I was literally sweating very warm the whole night.
8: night. Um, wild. It was a bit crazy. Yeah. And just
1: spectacular. So, then Dancer of the Year, how does it feel to win that award?
7: I feel like because I've been going to arts for so long, it's, like, validation, because I've never been a singer and I've never really been an actor so dance has been my main forte and I've finally succeeded in it so I'm happy
1: and do you think do you think now that now that you've won that there's a lot going to be a lot of pressure on you this year to kind of kind of fly the flag to say look if you want to win the award be like me or is it or you, do you reckon you can relax now a little bit or
7: I think I can relax I've never really I've never really been one to be like I'm winning this award it's mine and I'm like if if you win then good for you then I'm proud of you so
0: mm-hmm. great and what about Holly? Are there ways in which you try to help and support other dancers in the centre?
7: Yeah, definitely. I try and help anyone who looks like they need help or asks for it, really. <laughs> I'm never big headed with dance and I'm never like, I can do this and you can't. I feel um, very, like, not passive, but I'm not in your face and if anyone ever asks for help or needs help or is struggling with anything, not even dance related, I'm always there for them.
0: A lot of that sounds to me about like being humble. Why do you think it's important as a performer, as a dancer, as an artist to to stay humble?
7: Because if you're big headed, people don't like you. (laughs) basically
0: okay so over to you then kyle oh yes tell us a little bit about the performance that won you this award
8: beauty and the beast certainly was a different show to then i think i've ever done in arts mm-hmm. and when i won the award i was just so thrilled to find out that when you do try at something and you try so hard, something new, something new out of your comfort zone, it's, it's so rewarding to find that you've done well at that. And it gives you a passion, it gives you a, a fire to keep pushing past that mm-hmm. comfort zone and working towards new abilities. And um, um, what what would you say was the biggest challenge with doing Beauty and the Beast and, and playing like the, the lead role in that? Even though it's very much like, it's very much fantasy. Cause obviously I'm not a wild dog, but lives in the castle. <laughs> It's very much, it's serious and I've never done serious and it's always been um, a struggle trying to find like intonation into lines and I think that's really helped.
1: What do you think within the performance won you the award? Winning an award is
8: not just about the performance, it's about the rehearsal process leading up to the show, how you've not just behaved, but how you've progressed during that process and working with others, sharing your experience and learning doing new things. I think all, everything that you you do to work to that show and all the work that you do in the show
0: really sums up the award. Yeah, great Mm answer. So for the both of you then, what would be the kind of one piece of advice that you've learnt from last year that you're bringing into 2023? If you're enjoying what you're doing, then just keep trying and
8: you'll eventually get where you want to be. And Holly, what would you say?
7: Mine would be like... Don't push yourself down and don't compare yourself to others because, like, there's always someone who's better in different things. Like, you have to focus on yourself and focus on your own progress, otherwise you're not going to get anywhere.
1: And fa- final question to you both. What are you most looking forward to this
8: year within the Arts Calendar? The shows in a week are literally... they just... They're stressful, but they're just, like, so fun. They let you let loose.
7: Oh, Grease is my mother's favourite movie, so <laughs> the minute it came up on the screen... um. Because you didn't know it was in a week. Every the, the one thing that my mum said is, the only reason why she would go to arts adults is if they did grease. <laughs> <laughs> and then it said in a week, and she was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'd have to live my mother's title.
0: Well, thanks very much, guys, and see you soon. Cheers, guys. <laughs> We're here now with our fearless
1: leader, Mr. Mark Ashton. So, Mark, first and foremost then, uh, let's go right back to
9: the start. Why create or have something like the awards night? So, I think going back to... What are we now? Eleven years into this, I always felt that it was a. We spent the whole year kind of dressing up, doing all of that, and I felt I felt like it was a good way to to sort of wrap up the year with a a big celebration, celebrating all of the things that people may have missed. I guess when they look at the year, there's so much that goes on, and I think that the awards night was just one way of going. look, Let's bring everyone together. Let's get let's get all dolled up and shine a light on some of the the really big. Big moments, you know, some of the big achievements, some of the small achievements, and, yeah, just just a nice way to sort of round off the year. And then also, I think we've had a tradition in the in the awards as well where we, we look ahead to the following year. I, I always remember uh, one of the dads saying to me, I think they would all come, he was, I think, feeling a bit awkward by the fact that he had to wear a suit, and he said to me, do you not think all this is a bit over the top? And I was like, yeah, yes, I do. It, it is massively over the top, and I guess that that's just the way that we've done it and the way that we are, very, very Oscars-esque. I also think, as well, there's something to be said about the scale of the achievement. If you do something low-key and you give things out that are a bit low-key, I think what we're saying to our young people is that their achievements are a bit low-key and they're not important. But by going going the whole hog with such a big event, I think it puts their, their achievements into context.
0: And so... We've been in today getting photographs of the award winners to then frame and display in the Hall of Fame in both Skem and in Up Holland for this year. Now, that's some space that could be used to frame some photos of maybe the world's biggest stars, right from your Beyonce to your Michael Jackson and everyone in between. Why did you make the choice to display
9: the people that are in the room? Yeah, it's a good question, that, because it's been said that before. I think when we started out, people were like, we could put uh, musical icons or, you know, artists, revered artists on the wall. But the Hall of Fame, I wanted to kind of make sure that people that were in those Frames are ambassadors that our younger students, even our older students, could actually, not necessarily aspire to be, but to emulate. These guys have got here for a variety of things, showing great attitude, great performance, great improvement, you know, all of those things. And I think having those on the wall, when we've got new faces come into the room, it's like, these are the people that we want to be a bit more like. So, you know, I think that we, we live in a world where if you look at, like, social media, you're either terrible at something and that's and, and you're a star because of it or you are exceptional at something you know and the, the extremes like Beyonce is it's all great you know but we don't want our young people to think that that's what success looks like success is there's a, a big scale to that and I think that having our young people on the wall is much more achievable in in the short term and we we talk about success, and
1: obviously these these awards are the culmination of a, of a year's work. Now, uh, there's a very select few that are successful, but there's also a few that we can say that aren't, who don't win. What's the kind of what, what would you say to those people who haven't won or who aren't successful this time?
9: Yeah, I think that's the, that's the the kind of you know the big question really, or the the sort of big thing is people go into the awards night and my my fear is that they go into the the awards night and either they win or they lose and that's not that's not the case, really. For me, the awards night is a celebration of of success. It's a celebration in w- your achievements. And I always say, like, you're on your journey. Y- your success is not defined by somebody else. I, I think success is, th- everyone's progressed. Like, I didn't sing the song last year. This year, I sung a song. That's huge for that person. Like, I've just got a dance certificate this year for being in the dance show. And the year before, I was, wasn't in dance. I auditioned this year and I didn't audition the year before. They are huge, huge achievements, like huge achievements. And if we lose sight of that because they didn't win an award, what we're doing is we're making the awards night very, you know, you either win one of the big prizes or actually you didn't win. And that it's the wrong, it's certainly the wrong uh, ethos. So for us, that's why we we put things in about, you know, people who do things off stage or people who best newcomer, for example, those little those types of awards over the years have been added to make sure that we're getting a full picture of, of what the year looks like. But it is important to to say you were excellent and you were the winner of, you know, let's take best performance or senior dancer of the year or whatever. And And it's important to highlight why. Why that person and not that person? And it's because of, you know, the high standards. And we want we want to push those high standards. And, you know, let's take Ben Chain, for example. Ben Chain is somebody that, that went to audition after audition after audition. I think he must've done eight or nine in a row. And every single year, every single time, he was quote unquote unsuccessful, or worse still, he lost the audition. Well, he, he didn't, he walked away with really good feedback. And he was able to put that into practice. He was able to stay patient, which is something that young people are are not great at, is patience, they can have everything when they want it. And look at Ben now, he's picked up lead roles in shows. He's Students of the Year, you know, Caitlin the same, been to many auditions before and been unsuccessful. But looking back now, we don't say unsuccessful, it's we were successful because we got feedback and we progressed. And I think that is so, so important. So then, as we have wrapped up the last year's awards night
0: and we've come to the conclusion of the 2022 Arts Centre year, already it's fair to say that people are starting to turn their attention to 2023. We've got auditions for the up Holland productions right around the corner. We have the SCAM productions right around the corner. The dance show is underway. The exam show is kicked off. So I want the three of us then to just come up with what would our piece of advice be for those people listening to the podcast at home and thinking, how do I scoop one of those awards at the next awards night? And I'll kick off with mine, which was something that I certainly remember thinking about a lot after winning Student of the Year in 2017. And the piece of advice I had for myself was, how you do anything is going to be how you do everything. You could be absolutely fantastic on a Tuesday night session with me. But if I'm having a chat with Meg Griffin and finding out you're actually a bit of a nightmare on a Thursday night in dance then you're a nightmare. It doesn't matter that you were great on the Tuesday. At the same time, if you're coming into the rehearsal room and whatever rehearsal room that is, you're giving it your all, you're giving it 100% and showing the respect and aspiration that we really thrive off of in this organisation, then people are going to pick up on that consistent excellence and it's not going to go unnoticed. But JMO, I'm going to pass over to you. What would your piece of advice be? Well, last year especially, I came across a phrase
1: which which really kind of got me thinking, which was um, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. So basically, you you should be, it's the preparation you do for anything that you do. So for me, it kind of hit home, especially last year with doing uh, Spam a because it's the kind of most lines I've ever had to learn. It's always a running joke with Jamie learning lines, because I'm notorious for learning lines. I'm shocking at it. But that was me just not preparing in the, in the past. It's taking 15, 20 minutes, half an hour every day putting aside that time to to learn your lines, to learn the songs, to listen to it, to look at your stage directions. And it can also be things like in session, writing down those stage directions in your your script, remembering your script to your session, remembering your pencil, coming in the correct footwear, little things like that, making sure that you're prepared within the show or to come prepared for the session is massive. And if you want to win one of these big
9: awards or even be considered, that's probably one of the staples I would say. Look, you have to be doing that. Yeah, I, I think both of those are, are key, uh, and we talk about you know when when we're deciding on a, on students of the year um, and other awards, but particularly students of the year, we're coming into the finer details, and we're, we're, you, you we're Joe, you were talking about about consistency, a consistency with your with your attitude and your you know your application. Excellence is is hard to achieve, but to keep doing it constantly is it becomes like a way of life. It becomes your things that become notorious with you is yeah that I want to be known for that. And, and Jay, you, you're right with, with what you said. People who prepare really well, people who are who are always present in the space. I think the other, maybe the third arm of of this would be for me people's kindness and attitude towards other people. There's this misconception that maybe when you're a lead role or when you're a performer that that it's quite an it's quite a solo space and and it's about you and but but it, it unless you're doing a one man show, it, it ain't about you. It's about the team around you and that can be from creatives and technicians to to your fellow cast members. And, and just how you treat other people, I think, is a real mark of of the individual that you are, particularly in the Students of the Year Awards uh, and particularly the senior students of the year, because it's a lot more about about being a, an older member of the of the group is how you lead and how you you know, what is the example you're setting for your younger f- or fellow students? Are you criti- constantly criticising? Are you constantly moaning? Or are actually you are you just approaching everything with, with real kindness and c- care for other people? I think Ben and, and Caitlin have have absolutely done that. Uh, my, my thing, if, if I can add a question to the end of this, would be um, you guys have both won awards. Joe, you are obviously in the student body. What was the award that people really wanted to win and Jay what is the one award where you think what, what a great award that is to actually win I think the the sort of be your best you award is always a great one because I think it shows
1: all around the sort of person that you are it's not just about performance it's not just about your attitude it's about absolutely everything how you are in sessions how you are with other people how you treat other people during shows the whole process how you act um, if you're helping facilitate that's part of the award that, for me, if I was going to win an award, that is a
0: kind of a big award. Retrospectively, the award that I think is is so, so maybe impressive and stands out is the best newcomer. You've got one chance in your entire Arts Centre career to scoop that award. And if you don't, you'll never get another chance to get it. And so those that do, I think it's a real signal of the immediate impact
9: that they've made. And look at the look at the, the list of the people that's won that award as well. Like people have asked me this in the past but I think mine would be there's something about being, you know, the best individual performance because there's something about you guys both know that you 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 play a character and that character becomes maybe part of you or even like a like a really close friend and I think that when people Get you know, lots of our students have tears at the end of, uh, at the end of a, a run, of a show, because it's like you're losing someone because you you've been with that person for six months, twelve months, or whatever. Like Jay King Arthur and Joe maybe Horton the Elephant or those those iconic roles where you're like, I don't want to let this person go a little bit, and actually to win the award, it's like you've won it together. I think that there's something about that which is, which is just. Um, which is cool, but yeah, that would be my, that would be my thing. I've got one final question if I can, which was, um, I've been sat in that room watching some of these kids have their pictures taken, and these are some of the, the fantastic performers that we've got who on stage can play at anything from elephants to squirrels and badgers and you name it. But can they stand and have their photograph taken? <laughs> oh my goodness! So the juniors were were just so confident and comfortable. And then, as the older they get, they they all got a bit more awkward. So my question is: We've done a podcast today, and that was new to them because some of them were like, "What we're doing? What 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 does that mean?" What, what, what? So my question is: Who was the most awkward in here, and who was the best? Who was the who was the most comfortable? For me,
1: I think the most comfortable was probably Lexi, being herself. The most uncomfortable and awkward was probably your students of the year, Ben and Caitlin. Mm-hmm. They were just... So, and it probably mirrors what they were like when taking the pictures as well because it was so awkward to watch, but I absolutely loved it. It was like a car crash. Yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah.
0: It was brilliant. I wanted it to go on for a lot longer, to be fair. I'm hoping we can give them maybe the benefit of the doubt of the fact <laughs> that they were the first two of the day. I'm hopefully saying that, you know. I'm, I'm a bit apprehensive of... Because of how involved they are in in the art Centre, we're probably going to have them back on the podcast sometime this year and... And currently I'm not excited for that to happen. <laughs> but the 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 standouts for me, on the other hand, I mean, shout-outs to, to Lottie and to Daisy because they just seemed super natural, super comfortable. They were two cool interviewees. But the one who I would sign up to his podcast today <laughs> is my man, Paul Fairclough. The man, the myth, the legend. And, and you know what? I think it goes to show, you know, what Paul isn't is a teenager trying to fit in. <laughs> Paul is just himself. And so that shows because he will say his honest and genuine sound
9: opinion. So thanks f- for doing this today. I'm, I'm looking forward actually to, to hearing some of the, some of the interviews. Hopefully we'll get to do this at some point again. And uh, thank you all very
1: much for listening and we'll speak to you all soon.